Come and see what all the hype is about. Tune in to the hype 87.3. That's right. It's your girl Tampa Mystic, and we are live right here on the hype 87.3. Man, it's been a beautiful day. We've had some great talent come through, but um, listen, we got another young man coming through. You know, he's he really out here burning it up. He blazing. Yeah. Nick, what's going on with your family? How you doing? How you doing? What's up, y'all? It's your boy Nick burning up blaze, the young CEO from the 864. We in the building. Nah, for real, most definitely. Um, I just want to say first and foremost, thank you for coming through. With that good positive energy man like you came in you met some other talents that was here you guys network so i wanted to say thank you for coming in and just being a whole vibe hey there ain't no problem i appreciate the opportunity to be here yeah he and listen he walked in as a whole vibe you know what i'm saying so um but without further ado man like run through it give us that introduction and tell us everything you got going on yeah, like I said, it's your boy Nick Burn Up Blaze, Aces Four in the building, Spartanburg, South Carolina. Um, right now at the moment, you know, I'm traveling back and forth with the music from the Carolinas to Atlanta, just trying to network to get my name out there. Um, I've been doing this for a while. I've been rapping at a very young age, probably like 10, 11 years old. So, you know, it's a passion that I'm trying to do to get my music out there that people can just vibe to. Absolutely. That's what it's about. So take us back. I always like to go through your journey, right? It's important that people understand because when they become a fan of yours, they want to know all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to dig a little bit. What was it like growing up in your city? In my city, um, I say, um, very diversified, you know, everybody got along with each other. Um, I grew up in, uh, I say, a rough side of Spartanburg for a little bit when I lived with my grandmother. Then I moved to the east side when I moved back in with my mother and stuff. So, But Spartanburg, you know, right now the community is growing. Everybody's getting along. Everybody's trying to build. <laughs> so, you know, that's what we're trying to do up there right now. And as far as the music, I'll say Spartanburg has a a lot of great talent that yes. a lot of people don't know about right now. So, you know, I'm one of those pioneers coming out of Spawnbird trying to get the music heard. I know that's right. Putting on for your city. And that's what it's all about. Um, in your younger years, you I know you're still young now, but when you was a JIT, right? What did you aspire to do? Were you playing sports or has it always been music for you? I played a little bit of sports, you know, here and there. Yeah. You know, I didn't stay consistent with it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I was always writing music. Yeah, that's really dope. Would you say that at all your city had an influence on you for doing music, or was it you were in tune with artists like outside of your city? Um, well, as far as the music, um, it started from the church, i say. Okay, well. Yeah, <laughs> my mother always took me to church, so uh -huh. I was always around music and stuff, and, you know, I really didn't sing like that, you know, and I'm like, well, I can rap, so I started doing it that way. Were you ever in the choir? I was in the choir a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I do wish I can go back in time you know, right now because with the music, you know, evolving, I wish I would have did that. Stuck <laughs> with it. Me too. Like when I was in elementary school up and through, I think maybe my first year in uh, middle school, I was in choir. And gosh, I, I now that I'm older, I wish I would have stuck with it. I would love to have a beautiful like singing voice. You know what I'm saying? Like back then mm -hmm. it was, you know, you were a kid. It wasn't that great. But yeah, same thing. I wish I could go back and I would have stuck with it. Absolutely. Any instruments at all that you ever dabbled into? Not really far as instruments. Yeah. Uh, here and there, you know, try to play guitar a little bit. Yeah. You know, little simple things like that, but nothing like really serious as far as instrument wise. You know, drums here and there, yeah. you know. Can I challenge you? 
What's up? What's up? <laughs> no, not right here on the spot. What I would love to see, just because of you know the vibe that I've caught from you meeting you in person and hearing the music that I did hear from you, I think it would be really dope to pick up a guitar. It doesn't have to be no electric guitar, just the you know uh, what do they call it, acoustic type mm-hmm. guitar, and learn to like play it a little bit and actually do a song to that. Well, the good thing is, is this new project that we're working on right now called Heart of the City. A lot of my music on there does have a lot of guitar because for some reason, a lot of my friends, family back at home, a lot of people say like with my voice, they're like, man, you sound good behind a guitar. A hundred percent. That's exactly why I said that. Like I could have picked piano or drums, but no, the guitar, I could hear you even with you playing it, like sitting there doing like a solo playing the guitar and you know, you, mm-hmm. man, you know how much of a vibe that would be? That would go viral. So I'm challenging you. Okay, okay. We're going to try to put something together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go find you a little used guitar. It ain't got to be nothing yeah. brand new. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Guitar Center might have one for you. I don't know. Craigslist. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Amazon somewhere. Amazon, you know. Uh, what's the other one? Offer up, you know. Yeah, yeah. That would be, that would be dope. That's my challenge to you. Okay, and okay. It, and it ain't got to be immediate. Maybe within the next year, I'm going to bring you back and you're going to have your guitar with you. You guys heard it first right here. You're locked in with Atlanta's hottest you hip-hop station. <laughs> the Hype 87.3. Nah, that's exciting, though. I, I love putting them type of challenges out there because we have to challenge ourselves, right? So when did you first start really, like, taking music serious? I started taking music serious probably 2012 because around that time... I finally just got a car, you know, got yeah. my license and everything, and I started traveling with my music. Yeah. And at this time frame, you know, I was still learning the business. I was still learning music in general of all this, like, quality and how it sounds when you when you letting people hear it and stuff. So I did a lot of traveling, to be honest with you, on stuff that really didn't sound the best, but a lot of people were still vibing to it, like, hey, man, you need to do this or you need to do this because you sound good for what you're doing now. Yeah. So just bring it all together. So I say 2012, you know, traveling from – South Carolina to Atlanta, North Carolina, Florida. You know, I've been to Miami a few times with the music. Yeah. Just all over the Southeast, to be honest with you. I was about to say you were covering the Southeast region. And that's, man, when you're an independent artist, that's what you do. You do like maybe a four to six hour radius from where you live and you saturate that area. Once you really saturate that, then you can start branching out more. So you absolutely started out doing the right thing. Um, Some of the cities that you hit when you first started getting out there, what was the reception like for you when you were visiting those cities? Um, Well, I'll say like the biggest city would be Atlanta. Um, when I got down here with my music, um, this I don't even know if it's still open right now, but this was back when they had the underground mall. I think they still have, they just definitely still have some underground uh, stores and stuff going on, definitely. So I know with the underground mall, and this is like back in 2012, 13, and stuff like that, you know, I was coming with CDs, bags of CDs, handing my music out. I used to tailgate at the Atlanta Falcon games. There you go. And, you know, and it was one DJ that was out there at the tailgate. He actually played my music out there, you know, and it kind of shocked me, you know, but people was vibing. They were showing love. They was tipping. They were were doing all type of crazy stuff that shocked me. And that made me more motivated to be like, okay, if I'm doing this now, I can only imagine if I really put it together to see what's going to happen. 100%. Um, just to chime in on that, and it's something I can connect you with, uh, shout out DJ Baby Slim. He's a DJ out here. He's on FM radio, and he does some stuff. But he um, does 
the uh what is he called? it's called the indie tailgate okay. where he sets up a stage right outside the mercedes-benz stadium he has the permits and everything to do it and you know them them falcons games they can hold up to like seventy thousand people mm-hmm. so it on any given time there's at least 30 to forty thousand people coming in and out of there but he sets up a stage right there in front of the stadium and puts the speakers up and the artist can perform i've actually hosted for him a couple times and Talk about a diverse audience because people that are coming in off the MARTA in droves of people will stop with their cameras and film. You should tap into that sometime. Okay, I definitely got to check that out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug you in Oh yeah, ASAP. Well, my music, it, I'm all for the people. You know, I don't have a, a certain category of people. Like, I want my music to be heard with everybody. Absolutely. That's important. You have to have a diverse, like, audience. With that being said, um, I know your main focus is, like, hip-hop type music, mm-hmm. right? Is there other genres that you would be interested in tapping into? Um, I'd say... I say maybe a little bit of country music just, yeah. just because, you know, I'm from the Carolinas and, you know, that's more considered a country state, yeah. you know. So I say maybe a little bit of country music. Now, I wouldn't say, like, maybe too, like, country, country. Yeah. But maybe throw a little bit of some pop or something into it, you know. Absolutely. I could hear that. You have that type of voice that would be very appealing to the country audience. I think you should go for it. And honestly... I'm seeing more and more artists, like rap artists, starting to tap into other genres, and, and one of the main ones being country. Mm-hmm. It's a big audience over there. Yes, it is. You know? And people, and you know, if you're not really familiar with country music, a lot of other genres sleep on it. They do. There's some amazing country artists out there. In fact, long down my family tree, my grandmother's maiden name is Brooks. Garth Brooks is in our family tree somewhere. So I'm like, come on, Garth. I know you got that shmoney. Right, right, right. (laughs) Go ahead and pass it down. Nah, for real. (laughs) Write me into your will somewhere. But no, absolutely. I think that's so important to dive into doing, you know, like other types of music. So what's really crazy about it is, you know, especially in the last year or two, me doing my shows and performing in different cities, some of those are, um, some of them places has been like known for just country music, but when they hear me and stuff, they're like, "Okay, he's cool. Come on in." And I'm doing my hip hop music, and all these country folks kind of looking at me, but they bobbing their head and they they, they rocking with the music. So guess what? And it drives me insane. I'm like, I can't I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, you know? getting that guitar that I talked about, putting you together a country song. Do you know how well received that would be in certain cities like Nashville is like very country music? Put you together like a country type song, learn how to strum that guitar a little bit. Bro, you would be like a superstar in a completely different genre. We're claiming it. We're manifesting turn up, turn it. Up, turn up, turn yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it's all about is manifesting. Speaking on that. When you wake up every day, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wake up first thing in the morning. What is some of the first things that you do when you wake up in the morning? I always think about I always think about how I'm a better myself, you know, as a person, as a family man, and also a father, too, because, yeah. you know, I do have a son. So every day I wake up, I always, my, it's a game plan of how I'm going to better myself today. Yes. That's what it's all about, manifesting um, positive affirmations. Do you speak positive affirmations into your day? Like, I wake up every day and I tell myself how productive I'm going to be today. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I, without that type of stuff, like, it's, it's not going to happen. We have mm-hmm. to manifest that yeah, you stuff. You got to speak on it. You got to speak it and you got to believe it, too. Yeah. So you're a dad. Yes. We're going to switch gears just real quickly. Okay. How did fatherhood change your life? Everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, 
for me personally, um, I, I grew without my father. So when I knew, you know, my time was coming to be a dad, you know, it kind of just woke me up to be like, hey, I want to give my kid the life that I never had. So, you know, that. and, you know, anybody tell you back home, like, I'm in my kid's life 100%, you know, regardless if I'm just working a regular job or if I'm out here doing my music and stuff, I always make sure my son going to be straight. I love that. If you don't have to, do you mind sharing how old he is? He's 10. He's 10. Okay. Yes, yes. That's a that's such a dope age because at that age they're kind of turning into being a, a young man because I have a son as well, but my son grown. Um, but at that age, I would say around 10 is when I started getting my son involved in sports. You know what I'm saying? Is, okay. is, is your son interested in getting involved in stuff like that yet? Yay and nay. He's still learning. Right now, we stay in the neighborhood where it ain't really a lot of kids right now. So yeah. when he does play sports, things like that, it's at school. But yeah. I can say that my son is really big into science right now. That is dope. Building robots and things like that. And I try to push him towards that, too. Like, hey, you go to school, you get good grades, yeah. you, you do this right here. Hey, you're going to be bringing back a lot of money later down the road. Listen, that is Man, he's so spot on with that. You know why? Because AI is about to take over mm -hmm. artificial intelligence, and that's going to include robots. Mm -hmm. Like there already are robots out here that are doing certain things. So if your son truly sticks to that, man, he's falling into it right at the right time because robots are going to replace a lot of human beings. So right. like, you already see them in stores right now with yeah. the self-checkout and things like exactly. that. Exactly. That's where it all started at. most time you can go in the store now and you be looking, you don't even see nobody exactly. they, they in the back. At Walmart, <laughs> half the time yeah. there's no human beings. It's it, the self-checkouts are doing their thing. So mm -hmm. that's beautiful that he's into that. I love it. Is he a fan of your music? Yes, he's a fan of my music. Uh, he always be asking me like, hey, when you going to do a show or this Aww. and that third. Sometimes I'm like, this weekend or something. Or I might be like, dad, just working right now we be figuring things out you know but you know but that, that's real life though you know um when people look at music and especially trying to chase the dream you know you got to really dig deep to realize that you know you still got a life outside of that so you got to be able to manage what you got going on you know so I can at least say that what I'm doing right now you know is I've been good at managing what I'm doing so speaking on that that, to me, that's work-life balance. Yes. Which is so important because oftentimes people lean on one or the other too much, too much personal, not enough work, or vice versa. What is your secret for work-life balance? For one, the dedication, I tell you that. Because, <laughs> you know, because um, with my work life, uh, the last... I'll say last seven years, I've actually been in management for the places I've worked at. Yeah. So, you know, a little bit more responsibility, having to stay over a little bit longer, having to come in and, and different things like that. Yeah. So, you know, me knowing that I'm still trying to chase my dream to be a musician, you know, it, it comes with the dedication of sometimes, you know, I might have to stay up all night to get this song done or, you know. I got a show in Atlanta, but I got to be up at work the next morning. Yeah. But, you know, that's that, that drive that I have to, you know what, we're going to go do this show, and, you know, I'll be at work tomorrow, you know. so And I've done that a lot as far as with my music, and I wouldn't take it back because, you know, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now if I didn't. And guess what? You know what's going to eventually happen? It's going to evolve into where you're able to do this full time. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it takes time. I'm, I'm a walking testimony. I didn't get to leave my job when they laid me off. I was 39 years old, you know, and by that time, my son, because I had my son at 19, I, I was a youngin. Um, he was 20 years old. He had already graduated and left for the military. I say that to say this, keep pushing and 
going through like we have to work them jobs obviously to pay the bills and take care of the kids but it's going to get to a point where you're going to be able to do this full time you're mm-hmm. going to be able to live your dreams full time and i love that um with that being said as an independent artist you're independent right yes what are you doing as an independent artist because it's a little tougher you don't have that machine behind you mm-hmm. To study the business, to learn the business. What are some of the things, if you don't mind sharing, that you've done to make sure you know this business and the ins and outs of it? Well, I'm blessed to say that, you know, I I started off going to school first. So I ended up getting my business degree. Okay. So I, I already had a little bit of business background on what I was doing. So, you know, being in the business, you know that. Everything you do has to be legit, and you want to have paperwork. So, you know, I started off from the bottom to where, okay, I got my LLC going, you know, to where we can file taxes and exactly different things like that, you know, your write-offs and stuff. And I started using that, stacking that up to, to help build my business. Then once we started getting some shows, we started, you know, making a little bit of money off the music and stuff. Now we traveling. Right. And I realized, okay, I'm going to need a trademark for my name, especially when we stepping up in these people's business trying to do something. You, you want to be fully covered. A hundred percent. So, you know, that, that's some things I did, you know, as far as, you know, with my business trying to, you know, get my name out there. Absolutely. You're definitely doing everything the right way. Just, you know, from what we've been talking about, the conversation we've been having, you're absolutely on the right path. And guess what? Because you are a man of God. Yes, ma'am. You're a father first, you know what I'm saying? You're taking care of your son, making sure you're meeting all his needs because kids need a lot, you know what I'm saying? God's going to continue to bless you. God sees that when we do right on earth, the man above is going to take care of you. Always. He's going he gonna to make sure you're good, and sometimes it might take a little longer than we want or it might not go the way, but I'm a big believer that God always is going to put you on the path that is intended for you, and he'll intervene in situations that are not right for you. Yes. So we can't question it. Um, throughout your journey in music, um, you know, you've been doing this for a while. What do you enjoy the most about it? Making people happy, you know. And when I say that, you know, just seeing people have a good time when I get to share my music, you yeah. know, it's always a good time. I can never name a bad time that I've did something with my music. So the good thing about me is personally, you know, I'm, I'm a people person. So, you know, when I'm doing my music, you know, I'm wanting to bring the people together. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely. I can tell I get that vibe from you. Um, out of all the songs that you've released on your digital platforms, you know, run through a couple of them that, you would want people to go listen to to really get familiar with you as an artist. Give us two or three. Okay. I do have a single called Cut to the Chase. That's that's on everything right now. All digital platforms, Cut to the Chase. Um, I do have a single called Carolina Salute. Mm. And that, that song right there is just for, you know, putting Carolina on the map, letting yeah. people know that Carolina does have some great talent, no matter if it's South Carolina or North Carolina. So that's what that song was about right there. Then, you know, my single that I gave you, um, Keep Doing What You're Doing, you yes. know, for all the beautiful ladies out there grinding right now, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. That's a big anthem. Yes, yes. When you can make a song that appeals to the ladies, like that's one of the best type of records to do because women are going to be the ones that are going to run your music up most of the time. They're going to tell their homegirls about it. They're going to do videos to it. They're going to work out to it, all that. Um, which one of those, if it's even if it's not one of those three, which is your most personal record to date that you put out? My personal one, I want to say it's going to be on this new one that I got. And um, I'm basically just speaking on some bad experiences that I had, you know, 
far as with relationships and you know things like that yeah. now let me take that back because that's on the new one um i do got a song right now it's on all streaming platforms it's called when i was missing i'm basically just uh speaking about a situation that i had with a female you know we was together for a while and you know and she left. Yeah, stuff so, happens. So, you know, I'm basically just speaking my feelings into the song about how she's missing and, you know, all the things that we had. And, you know, I might not be able to get you back, but I'm just letting you know at the end of the day, I, I miss what we had. Oh, I love that. That's sweet. I love the fact that you're transparent about that. Because to keep it honest with you, most men are not. You know what I'm saying? Men be having this ego and this pride and... Women like a man who can put that to the side and just really open up. You know what I'm saying? And, and one of the best ways to do it is through your music. And something that I've been doing here, I say recently within the last year or so, as far as my music, um, I cleaned it up a little bit. Meaning if you listen to some of my old stuff that's online, I say a little bit more vulgar stuff, yeah. you know. Um, I think with this new project I got, I cleaned it up. I really didn't curse anything like that on this whole album, you know, because... At the end of the day, you know, um, uh, what's the what I want to say for it? But you know, like when you present and stuff, you and know, people gonna remember it. You know, when they when they see you. So with this new project I got, I cleaned it up, and it's, it's acceptable for 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 all the viewers, all the listeners. You know, I, I can go anywhere with it. Exactly, it makes it more marketable. Yes, perception is everything. It is everything, and if you can make music that appeals to all audiences then that's when you become a mega superstar. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got artists like someone like a Drake. I think everybody listens to Drake. Mm -hmm. Men, women, young, old, different races. You know, like Drake is just one of those type of artists that everybody tunes into. That's where, that's goals right there. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. And which is crazy because uh, my mother said it for the longest time, you know, because I say she's probably out of all people, the main one that's heard my music the most, you know, living in her home and things like that. And she always used to tell me like, hey, clean it up a little bit. Yeah. You, you, you ain't got to say that. But she knew at that time frame, you know, I was trying to fit in. Yeah. I think me now, I'm more of, you know, I'm just going to be who I am and just, just make the music. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself mm -hmm. and just do what you love. And it also comes with maturity and growth. I yes. think the older we get, because I don't use profanity in my interviews anymore. I used to. When I first started doing this like 13 years ago, I used to curse a lot. I'm on FM radio now, so I had to learn how to clean it up. And mm -hmm. even outside of that, I was like, you know what? It just comes off more professional, mm -hmm. especially with me being the host. If I'm over here cursing the whole time, and to me, it just... Perception is everything. And being independent and, and, you know, you don't have that big, 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 big fan base, you know, and just random people hearing your music and you like F this, F that, or this, that, the third, that, that. They're like, dang, is that all he can say or that's all he talking about? So I think now, like, when people hear my music and it's more cleaner, they're going to listen to it more because, like, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. It's going to keep people tuned in because – you know, some people are going to enjoy that, but I think there's more people who would prefer clean music versus vulgar music. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll be able to play that in their workplace or whatever. Um, do you have a setup at your crib where you record at or you go to the studio? Yes, I got my own setup. Love you know, uh, I feel like uh, every musician should have their own setup somewhere. I agree. You know? Now I understand some can't, but you know, 
I've always had my own set up. Now, when I do feel like there's a time that I want to do reach out, I do reach out to different studios too. Yeah, absolutely. I think as an independent artist, you nailed it. It's so because you could wake up one morning with something on your heart and be like, "Man, I need to record it right now." Right now, you can walk over to your microphone and record it versus mm-hmm. calling up the studio and booking studio time, which can be a hassle. But then again, every now and again, you want the aesthetics of being inside of an actual recording studio. But yes. I think that's really dope. Yeah, I think it's important as well. Um, do you write all your music? Um, I do a little bit of both. I yeah. write, and sometimes I it go off top of the head. Yeah. But I've been doing this so long now to where, you know, I can put different thoughts in my head, and I can kind of remember it, too, yeah. like in my head, like where I don't have to write it down. And, you know, um, that's just me doing it for a long time to where, you know, my brain is functioning enough <laughs> to where I can put a song together in my head on a beat without having to write it down. That is really dope. That's like the good muscle memory. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to really practice that and work at that because I think the average person wouldn't be able to do that. That's something that you have to like practice and get good at. Yes. Um, when you do write, what differentiates you from saying I'm going to freestyle and punch in on this record versus I'm going to write this one? Um. I think the beat, honestly, um, I think when it comes to more like my love music and stuff, I'll write because I want to be very detailed. Yes. Now, you know, if I'm just punching in, freestyling to yes. the beat, then I'm okay with that, you know. But yeah. like something that I'm really trying to have a, a meaning to, I'm trying to tell a real story, I'll go ahead and write it down. Yeah, I love that because it, it makes your music diverse because you're giving them a little bit of both. Yeah. And this is a question that I ask every artist that I sit down and talk with, the ones who do write. How does writing help you for your mental? It helps me out a lot. It uh, helps relieve stress. Yeah. You know, that's the number one thing because, you know, you don't know what somebody's going through, you know, and I write those those thoughts down to relieve the stress. That way, you know, I don't do something that could harm myself or my career, job, or whatever I got going on. So that's why I write, too. Absolutely. Writing is truly like a mental therapy. Yes, it is. You know, um, I'm not an artist writer, but I journal. I put my thoughts on a piece of paper. I write my goals down. That's how you manifest stuff. So writing is definitely like a mental therapy for you. Yes, ma'am. I mean, I mean, we have to think about we're in a world of craziness out here. You know what I'm saying? You're a young man. You're a father. Like you work. You're an artist. There's a lot of pressure. So I think writing is that good way, that therapy to kind of let it all out. Most definitely. What are some of the other things outside of music, not even business wise, that you enjoy doing? I love traveling. Okay. Um, going to the mountains. Yes, that's my fave too. Do you like to hike at all? I like to hike a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's been a little minute. Um, I'm just one of the ones that I might just drive up to the top and get out. You yeah, know? <laughs> just to t- to take it all in. Yes, take it all in. Yeah, because you know what? God gave us a lot of gifts. Mountains, water, waterfalls, grass. You know what I'm saying? I'm a nature junkie. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's important that if we don't even if we don't do it all the time we have to get grounded 
be in nature. Water projects energy, so it's important you do that. So that's dope that you enjoy doing that. And me from the Carolinas, um, I always go to the Blue Ridge Mountains. That so, is so beautiful. You know, we got to go hike together sometime. Yes, yes. That's so dope. Does your son enjoy doing stuff like that, too? Oh, he loves doing stuff like that. I love he, it. He loves getting out of the house. He loves being outside. Keep him with that because some of these youngins they don't know what outside is they they sit inside and want to play on their tablet and video games which is cool for a certain period of time but man when i was young we were always outside i couldn't mm-hmm. wait to get home and go do my homework and go outside and play you know what i'm saying yeah and my son do too and um i do i do explain to him too that um it's not going anywhere you know enjoy your life while you can because the video games and the tablets and computers and stuff is it's still going to be there absolutely 100% and you know as we know we're not guaranteed another day you know we wake up every day and got to be blessed and thank the man above for even waking us up you know what i'm saying and getting us through the day um what about other business ventures you know obviously music is a number one passion for you is there other business ventures that you're interested in um it's crazy, um, because you know I still work a regular job. Yeah. I'm, I'm a manager right now, and you know, um, I see a lot of people out here, you know, struggling and don't have jobs. Um, I kind of wanted to maybe start it like my own temp service to be able to bring people in oh. and help them find jobs. You know, because yeah. some people don't know how to do resumes or they don't know how to get online and go on Indeed and different things like that. Now I'm like, you know, I can maybe help them out to be able to do that. That would be so dope. Again, that's that God will bless you because you're blessing other people, giving them an opportunity to find work. Because like you said, some people don't even know how to create a resume because when they go to places like Career Builder or Indeed, they got to have a resume to mm-hmm. upload. You know what I'm saying? But going through a temp service, that's a part of a service that you could offer. Hey, let's get your resume together, send it out and find you some work. That's a blessing right there. So I've, um, I've, I've dabbed in it a little bit. Um, Not like, not like full time or anything, but just when I can helping close people out that I know, or if I see somebody like, Hey, you know, I need a resume. Can somebody help me? Like, Hey, I can help you. What you need done? Like, yeah, I need this. I need that. Okay. What type of job it is? Yeah. Oh, it's food. Okay. Have you worked in any food places before? Cause yeah. that's what you want to put down. If you're trying to go for that, Absolutely. don't put that you worked, uh, <laughs> you was washing cars and all that other stuff, you know? <laughs> so, you know, I try to help people with that because, you know, that's what's missing right now, especially with all this, new technology and uh, AI and, you know, different things like that. Uh, People forget that. Absolutely, 100%, because AI's taken over a lot of stuff. Like, hell, you call customer service now, and it's almost impossible to get a real human being. They want you to go through that automated system to do everything for you. Well, I just heard something crazy uh, last week um, at the place I worked at, and they were saying that – Somebody from Top had a, a meeting and like they were talking to like the AI figure. That is insane. And like you know, it still sounded like the regular person, right? But it was AI, and I'm like, what? Wow. Ain't no way. It's crazy. But again, like going back to like with your son, it's amazing that he's into stuff like that because that if he gets into the technology field and you said he likes science and stuff, man, he's going to be a a billionaire. Mm -hmm. Shout out to your son, future billionaire in the making. What's his name? His name's Zayden. Zayden's future billionaire. I love it. Pushing him every day. I push him every day. I love it. I mean, I just want to give you your flowers, man, for real, because, you know, you are out here doing it. You're a father. 
you're very heavily involved in your son's life, but you're still making time for yourself. You work and you're doing music, man. So that balance is amazing. Shout out to you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve to pat yourself on the back a hundred times. You know what I'm saying? You out here definitely doing it. Um, are you in album mode at all? Yeah, we in album mode right now. Um, Heart of the City. It's gonna be nine songs, and I'm I'm definitely excited about this one because you know this is like my first project where you know when we discussed earlier about everything clean, you know. Um, yes. No cussing, none of that stuff. Um, it's, it's just clean, good music that you know everybody's gonna be able to listen to, and I'm just like. I'm happy to, to 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 do it. You know, I'm ready. We ready to roll. Like this, this album gonna be hard too. And the crazy thing is, is you know, it's clean, but like I can take it into a club or somewhere, and you wouldn't even be able to tell. Like, okay, he didn't say a cuss word. Like, it, it's that vibe to where you're not even gonna tell. Yeah, it's, it's a, just clean. I love it. So the nine songs that are on the album are they already done? Dan, uh, it's under production right now. Shout out to uh, Underground Rich Studios in Greensboro. Shout out to Nick Jacobs right now, the producer on this. Okay, most definitely. In fact, I just did a shout out for somebody. They're doing an event over there, um, Empire, Mr. Empire 45, 45. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's doing an event there, and um, I'm doing an a interview for one of the winners for the event he's doing over there at that same studio. So that okay, sounds okay. like it's a- Yeah, that Greensboro area, to believe it or not, uh, it's on the come up too up there in North Carolina. Yeah. So, yes. Um, shout out to Ice DM, too. Um, he's the producer that made the beats for the album. And the crazy thing is, is um, he's not in the United States. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's in Russia right now. So um, so this new project, too, you know, um, I was very diverse with this one. You know, it won't sound like your normal hip-hop album, you know. Um, got guitars and different things from different countries with this, with this album right here. When can we anticipate the release? Um, hope, hopefully by the end of November. Okay, so fairly soon. Fairly soon. Were the nine songs that are on this album specifically created for the album, or are you picking some that you already had in the vault? Um, I picked some that I had in the vault, but um, everything I did for this it was just for just for this because um, yeah. it's called Heart of the City. Um, basically, you know, I'm from Spartanburg, and I want to let people know that, you know, I'm a pioneer to this music. I'm um, putting my city on the map, and also Hard to City, too, because I can be able to show love when I go to another city, too. Yes. So that's why I called it Hard to City. A lot of people are like, oh, Hard to City, he's from Spartanburg. Like, yes, that's cool, but Hard to City because, you know, I'm going to go to every city. It's a it show be, love. It'll become an anthem. Yes. Everybody from whatever city they are from will be able to utilize the song as their anthem. Yeah. I love it. Anthem records be sticking. Mm-hmm. Anytime you make some type of anthem record, you think about it. Like I had shout out Trap Beckham. He was here recently. That's my homie. And he made the, the birthday song one time for the birthday. Eh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That's the type of song that is going to be played for years because it's an anthem record. Mm -hmm. That sounds like, you know, your project will have music that's that type of, you know, it's going to be the anthem records. Yeah, something that uh, you're going to remember. Yes, I love it. So we're going to get into one of your records that we have here uh, in rotation on the Hype 87.3. Keep uh, doing what you're doing. Yes, let's get it. Um, Before we get into the record, man, um, again, I appreciate you being here. You came out here, you know, did your thing, got the network a little bit. That's what it's all about. But tell everybody where they can follow you at. 
You can follow me on all streaming platforms, Instagram, Facebook at Nick Burning Up Blaze. I love that name too, by the and, way. Uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out to Brittany too. Shout out to my booking agent because I wouldn't be here without her too. So I just want to say I appreciate everything you're doing. Let's get paid. Absolutely, most definitely. And that that was going to be the next question. I know you have a lot of people that are loving on you, supporting you, and shout out to Brittany. She, her, and I interacted through email. She was very professional. I told you that before we even went live. How professional she is. So who else you want to shout out to? I want to shout out to my mother. I want to shout out to my grandmama, all my aunts. <laughs> shout out to Dirty DJ, Road King, Will DT, <laughs> UGS for Life on the Ground Soul to be exact. Chill. No, that's right. Um, before we get into the record, I got one more question. We are live on the Hype 87.3, right? Oop, got alarms going up. Listen, if I don't remind myself, I'd be forgetting stuff. Um, I do have my industry's most wanted podcast, so I do want to ask you the same question that I ask people on my podcast. What makes you the industry's most wanted? I'm different. And I'll say my voice, too, when I'm doing my music. You know, I don't sound like nobody. I got my own style. So that's what makes me the most wanted and, you know, the most uh, fearless when it comes to this music. Absolutely. Um, before we get into the record, is there anything else that you want to make sure that people are in tune with or know about? Like any upcoming, like, events or whatever? Just check out the music right now. Nick Burner Blaze on all music streaming services. You dig? You dig, most definitely. So we're about to go ahead and get into this record. I need you to give me the official introduction. Yo, what it do is Nick Burner Blaze. Keep doing what you're doing. Let's go. Visit us online at www.thehype873.com. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, I see. Hey. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, hey. Keep doing what you're doing. Stack that bitch up, mate. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Cause girl, you do be right. right. When you step in the room, you, step in the room. you make them hate this thing twice. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. Cause girl, you do it right. right. I can see you in my future. Because you used to the hype. Keep doing what you're doing. 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 Cause girl, you do it right. When you walk in the room, moment of silence. The jeans you putting on got you looking tight. Tell them haters, have a good night. Because you always shining, everything you do is an A plus. Last time I checked, my ex girl was a B minus. Keep doing what you're doing, cause girl you do be right. When you step in the room, you made them hate this thing twice. Keep doing what you're doing, cause girl you do it right. I can see you in my future, because you used to the hype. Keep doing what you're doing. 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 I'm a big stepper, she'll go get her. Both of us together, we can make things hype. All about this cheddar, sprinkle mozzarella, make it feel like it's taco night. Uh, on a Tuesday, stunt hard on the clock like it's doomsday. Baby girl setting trends, she gon' start a new way. Tie her up in the night like I do them blue jays. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Cause girl, you do it right. I see you got a whole bunch of views on IG. I just wanna check out your insight. Blaze, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. 